Okay, so yeah, Mark is cool, of course drunk guy. again, and Funyun shows mm-hmm. up to say thanks. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Michael Crichton did direct uh, Westworld. Wow, I was I was correct. I loved yeah, that. He's like an unstoppable force. Yeah, the first one's good, and then you know, Future World was shot in my university, I believe. Bra- uh, Brad Knight is used for. Yeah, there's, they had an auditorium that was so future-like. It Where'd appeared in Brandeis. Brandeis, that's. I went to school at Brand. Yeah, right. Brandeis. You know how like you buy brand name rice, Brandeis. <laughs> Michael it's, took a chance they on. Had an, uh, and rolled the Brandeis. <laughs> yeah, snake eyes. So the, you know, like uh, their grad, one of their grad auditorium is like futuristic looking, and they use it for the movie. And it's like, whoa, look at Peter Fonda, he's in the future. Yeah. So wait, future world. Now I it's, saw Westworld. Uh, right, I better write one that with down. Will Brenner. Future was the sequel. Well, there was like a TV show in 1980 called Beyond Westworld. Yeah. Like, it had a life of its own. Like, it, the HBO show, which I enjoy, wasn't the only uh, Westworld TV show. Okay. Future World sounds very familiar, but... You know what it was? Like, Westworld was big, and then there was a porno called Sex World. Really? Which I haven't seen. And then there was a, a sequel to Westworld, theatrical release, called Future World. And then there was Beyond Westworld. Okay, Beyond Westworld, yeah, which was I, TV, a movie also? No, it was five episodes. Well, it was, uh, I think it was, it was a 1980 TV series. I just know of it because I know the uh, okay. Westworld universe, but I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's on the YouTube. Future World? Or you type it in the streaming services. Okay. Beyond Future, uh, no, Future World is the sequel. Yeah, yeah. And Beyond, then Beyond Westworld. Westworld, that's it. So Bronson, who you know, like wrote this book, panel? he didn't like this. Yeah. He didn't like it at all. This adaptation, in order to do things cheaply, they w- Bronson's book had a lot of dinosaurs. This one only has two dinosaurs. Right. Uh, uh, Gertie the dinosaur from Winsor McCay's cartoons right. and, Barney. and 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 Barney, and Barney the dinosaur. Yeah. For the two decade, uh, two centuries. All right, now Barney is getting pissed, and but oh, there goes Barney attacks. Oh no! And Barney vision. What a nineties attack! It looks like an ad for. <laughs> oh my God! He's covered in fudge. He's wiping fudge all over everything. Oh no! The carnage starts ripping into her guts. Way yeah. go. Eating, yeah. Now Simon. that was a hand sure, puppet. There's so many cu- hand puppet, really, for real. Yeah, they did a lot of. Uh, they did a remote controlled puppet. They did a man in a suit. They did a a full size, like sixteen foot tall robot. They did a lot of different things to make. There it is. Yeah. But that was the hand puppet right now. That well, I don't know what that particular shot was, but. Anytime the dinosaur's up close and doing like a eating thing, it's it's the hand puppet. What kind of how tall is the gentleman that was in the dinosaur suit? I mean, that was like a baby di- uh, dinosaur. Yes, that's right. Because this is early in the film, 
and the thing is growing. Ooh. You see, the the I was trying to tell you about the car, uh, the car coroner, um, like he isn't sure what did it because the thing it was like um like maybe the size of a bobcat but it but it sort of looks like lizard bites you know he so later on he'll be like this is the same thing but the bites are much bigger that'll keep occurring and he's like hold me either there's more than one or this thing is growing Okay, well, so what do you think it is? You've seen this movie. It's, yeah. It's growing. <laughs> so Eunice Corporation is now learning that they found a genetic marker in, you know, people who are getting killed. Uh, and it's... Did it say Office Depot marker? That's pretty generic. <laughs> it was universal product symbol. Um, <laughs> and so if it's true, that means a chicken... It's killing people. Cut to a guy eating chicken on the road. Right, and he's saying, you should have some. It's good for your health. Look, that's the guy in the suit. Ah, uh, right. Is the other guy Seth Green? Oh, that's the guy in the suit, really? Yeah, and there's Funyun walking home. She and went to say because she's in a bright yeah. orange bag. But they fought. They fought about environmentalism. So she's walking. So she's out of here. Yeah. She's all pissed. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Right. Well, she's Cindy now, not Jan. But just for Christmas, and it was a very Brady Christmas because he was – It was uh, 1988, Cindy. yeah, just before – Ah, that's way – that's long in the tooth, Brady Bunch special. Yes, exactly. You know, they, the they, nostalgia they, – yeah, and the thing is, like, they still crank it out. There was an HGTV show where they bought the Brady's exterior house, mm-hmm. and then they had the cast of the original cast of Brady Bunch come in, and they re- redid it to resemble the house. That's so set. like them to do that because they listen. Th- that movie was that television show was popular, and when it when it was in syndication and on at like five o'clock every day, it turned into nostalgia for it right they cashed in on that every chance they could right no sure well a very brady sequel in the uh the first brady bunch movie from the 90s they're both great yeah do you remember the stupid parody yeah, they... movie it which was one? it was like 2000 the brady's remember the guy goes yeah i think we're thinking of car jack and he goes, well, of course it's a car, right. but my name's not Jack. My it's name's... Greg. Greg Brady. Sure, I thought, I thought that came out. I, that's the movie I'm talking about. Uh, but I think that came out in the 90s. Hmm. So I, that's possible. I do know. Yeah. Yeah, I think so because you, you I was talking about the... PSE&G. Yeah, you're my, yeah, I think you're right. I'll look it up. Now they're yeah. finding a dead guy by the road. Of course, he was eaten by a carnosaur. Well, yeah, you could you could tell because there's like carnosaur chomps everywhere <laughs> on his body. Carnosaur chomps. They, they tip. The carnosaur tip ten percent, which you know they're lousy tippers when they eat. 
They're lousy tippers, those cars. So John Bronson was in 1984 was doing a like book signing tour. And Roger Corman was like, hmm, what's this? That's when he took notice of him. And then his wife, Julie, you know, his Roger Corman said, sick him. And she like made a deal <laughs> on a, at a bar written on a napkin. Wow, that's classic. In 91, yeah. And that's what Diane Ladd read. Did they, what about the script? Did they use actual paper for the script or they just no. cut the napkins? Right. They used the napkins. <laughs> wow, Carnesford just ate the shit out of Oh, that's the puppet? Uh, I didn't pay attention to tell you, but if it's up close and like chewing out guts, it's the puppet. With someone's hand up as Gotcha. I love the font. It reminds me of like unskippable game scenes. Like, come on, I want to get to the action. <laughs> so he's telling the senator that this is the best blueberry pie he's ever tasted because it's like got a thin layer of goat embryo protecting it. And then the senator's like, blech, gross. Yeah. Might as well say I, I have semen, my semen in the pie center. <laughs> get blah. I think we're. I think I'm a couple of seconds behind you, but that's okay. I'll live. It's because Paul does the countdown. He goes three, two, one. Then he goes whatever the fuck. You know he he doesn't. Right, he's got you in a rhythm. Three, two, one, and then you click. But no, he goes good, good, go. Right. Like you know, he always does that. Why does he, he's the countdown king? So he gets everybody. He's the countdown off. king. He's the you know maestro I mean? descending numerals. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, he is the maestro descending numerals. So saying the word go, he's a little wonky on it. So the thing is, Mike, how many times have you and I right? We get go. We should be a hundred percent synced, and you know. Like, that doesn't happen when it's the uh, Brumbot, right? Oh, well, I don't know about that. I'm not going to vouch again. I'm not going to pit human, bot against human. Don't worry. He's not going to listen to this show. Okay, so we're back to Jane Tiptree. Um, Diane yes, I, Ladd. I see it. It says that. What's, so what's that? your latitude? Uh, and What's your latitude and, and longitude? Well, it where wherever this lab is, that's her all the only place she's gonna. Okay, now we find out that right. she's a son of a bitch. She's got the guy who let the dinosaur go, and she's like right. kidnapped his daughter, and now he's a prisoner. How how does he kidnap the daughter without leaving the lab? I don't know. And then she's like making him feel terrible see she's like yes feel angry allow yourself to feel that she's being such an a-hole <laughs> and she lies that the daughter's alive and then has a dinosaur eat this guy <laughs> so uh, let me get this straight carl because you have seen this movie five times yes she says how did your carelessness caused dinosaurs to eat people, and that is cardinal sin. So right. I'm going to have a dinosaur eat you. Right. That's right. I'm going to kidnap your daughter to get you here. I'm going to but lie to you about her health and well-being, and then I'm going to have a dino eat you. 
do that just like why can't you just have the dino eat you? Why do you have to kidnap the daughter? Like, what are you going to do? Like, okay, uh, there's no ransom money because your father has been eaten by a carnosaur. <laughs> Eunice Corporation. Look, uh, he's in like a... Uh, yeah. Is it a super collider? Yeah, you think they shot that in a super collider? I would doubt it. You can it. see a scientist in the background going... You can see the scientists in the background going, listen, Julie, we're just doing this for the money. <laughs> yeah, we took Corman's money. But they were in and out in two hours. Oh, my name is Adam Simon. I've directed Diane Ladd. <laughs> oh, well, come on in. Please. I say Peter opens the doors for you. Well, he also... In Carnosaur. Uh... Oh, he wrote the script called Bones. It was a Snoop Dogg vehicle. Uh, he did The Haunting in Connecticut in 2009. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> okay, he created and oh, produced that was a scariest a TV. He created and produced the TV series Salem, 2014 to 2017. That's pretty good. I got yeah, I remember that. I, I do know that Haunting in Connecticut is probably the scariest tri-state movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to say that. I tried to state it. I try I try state. I tried to I try, try state. To, I try. You can yeah, You know what's funny? Can, Connecticut thinks Connecticut. it's New England. Isn't that funny? No, it's tri state. I know it's in two, it's in both New England and Lucky Them. They think they're New England. So you get, really they get two kinds of. Com well, if you still watch uh, terrestrial TV on in Connecticut, you get two kinds of ads: one aimed for the tri-state and one aimed right. for the New England. New England. They think the Patriots represent them. As soon as you yeah. drive into well, Connecticut, right? It's like a border town. You drive uh -huh. in there, you start seeing all these old-timey uh, uh, New England style architecture <laughs> it, it's, everyone's drinking moxie cola mm -hmm. yeah there's like weird potato chips like this, these aren't wise where's the right. wise potato chips yeah oh you're in connecticut now cape cod can potato have, chips because we're so it's, it's old like mother trying to say like see see you've arrived yup uh-huh you're here new england no 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 connecticut you're a border town well, I always thought it was like in New Jersey, you could say, well, there's northern New Jersey and there's southern New Jersey. Right. But is there like something in Connecticut that's like half tri-state, the state, and then half New England, the state? Good question. I wouldn't know. Good, good question. Ah. Look, Ron Howard's uh, uh -oh. brother, Gentle Ben. Quinn. Uh, Star Trek reference. That is our Star Trek Remember when he was four correct. years old? Ooh, and that chili was in Gen Next Generation. <laughs> His name is Fryer in this. Oh, by the way, everyone's been sneezing. Like everybody has a cold. That'll play into the. That'll play into the plot. Yeah. But not in a good way, I take it. You remember Gentle Ben? You're just a. I'm just a little older than you. You probably miss Gentle Ben. Yeah, I mean, there were repeats, but I don't think I, I watched it as heavily as I did, say, The Brady Bunch. Yeah. Well, duh. No, but 
Gentle Ben was when I was just old enough to, like, realize TV was a thing. Like, I'm just a little, I think I'm two years older than you. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe a year and a half. When are you born? 68? Late 68. Late 68, and I'm early so October. 66. So, yeah, it's less. Hey, look, it's the producer and his wife in the movie. <laughs> That's right. It's not. But it's just some goof. Uh, okay, so you probably know He's him. Beggar. From, uh, he was in uh, Apollo 13. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've thought every time he's in every one of his brother's movies right. for the most part. And he's, Austin Powers. he's like the ice cream man. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Austin Powers. Well, he only does a cameo. He'll remember at the end of the Austin Powers movies that like they it sounds like they're going to say penis or dick and then right. they cut to someone else saying something else. Yeah. That was his bit. So he'll say, according to the radar, it looks like the rockets is going straight up there. Arsenal. We need more arsenal. Okay, so they chained themselves. This is the robot. They chained themselves to the um, heavy equipment. And Doc said, you know what? Forget it. There's something. Look, he goes, yeah, hey, my green friend. <laughs> now, look, this guy's name, oh, yeah, his name is Pizza. His name is Pizza. Okay. Yeah. Looks like uh, not delivery. Robot. Oh no. Yeah. Watch his face. Oh. Pizza. Yeah, it looks like roadkill. Yeah, pizza. Oh, looks like pizza. Marinara. Okay, so now the girl it ladies like gonna a... get it. Now you will see an somebody tugging her fuck? foot. You'll see his hand on okay. camera. Right. All right. Not yet. Not well, yet. Now you should see his hand. A hand. See. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, for look now, at that upskirt. Mom, when she loses her leg, she's like, "Okay, he's he's busy uh, eating my oh, leg." Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I get kind of look at him. He's picking his teeth with it. Yeah, I'm looking like a stogie. Hey, Carl, do you want to pause or something? Because I'm a couple of seconds behind you, but I, I mean, normally I am anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, I'm at 05, 06, 07, 08, 09. What okay. about you? I'm at 06 right now. Okay. So I want you to keep going, and you tell me when you get to 20, okay? Okay, sounds good. I'm going to get there in when you three. Get to 21. Okay, 21. Okay, that sucks. All right. That was not counting. Where are you now? <laughs> well, you, you said 21 when it was at 20. I, uh, you know. Okay, so I'm at 32, 33, 34, 35. What about you? Okay, we're at the, we're queued up. We're good. Oh, we're good. good. Okay. We got the bridge. He's coughing. He's passing by a pukey body, but he didn't puke. That's pizza. So he's upset because they're all dead. And you know what that means. That means girl's dead. But now he finds her. She isn't. Oh, no. She's our hero. She, she gets the same kind of abuse that everyone else does because she doesn't drop dead instantly. Well, you see that usually these like, two are they... fighting, right? 
So now, you know, now it's being shown his real feelings. He really likes her. So this is the coroner talking to the cop about the bites getting bigger. Oh, huh. I wonder if they could figure this out. Quincy. Maybe. So wait, is Carnosaur growing, like, exponentially? Like, yeah. fast growth. Wow, this acting is pretty wooden. Oh, that's the corpse. Sorry. He's the corpse. <laughs> Good one. Ugh. It's a dinosaur bite. Don't worry, I'm a professional. I worked at Jurassic Park. I've seen this before. <laughs> now, the body count in this is only 32. I think that's pretty low. That's pretty fucking high. It's good. Like, usually these movies, you know, the carnosaur just shows up randomly and then eats one or two, but they've already, he's already eaten a good number of people. Okay. I think he, I don't know. All right. 32 is, you think 32 is a fair body count? Uh, yes, sir. I think it's a it's more than generous body count. Oh, by the way, Rog, Roger Ebert said this was the worst movie of 93. Well, I'm going to agree with Mr. Ebert for once. Yeah, and of course it's, that asshole fiscal, just to be different, was like, I liked it! Get out. How can you like this? Right. Now, I mean, really, we've already tipped our hat. We hate this movie, but I mean, how can you, like... So, what she's doing now is finding his drawings and stuff and being like, Maybe he's not such a bad guy. But then she finds, like, this bloody That's stuff. You. I thought she was like, he did have etchings back in his bedroom. It wasn't bullshit. Uh-oh. Wow. Press the X button. Now, that was enough to get rid of Carnosaur. Carnosaur was like, all right, fuck it then. I, I can eat plenty of people. I don't need to get shot at. Yeah, hey, man. I'm not bullet sore. I eat meat. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Why would you feed me bullets? That looks like a reason. Not again. No, I let that carnosaur escape. This guy's name is Raphael Sabarge, and it's S B A R G E. Sabarge. No I vowel. Saw that. Yeah, like sub. Well, what's the name of that chain in the East Coast? Sabarge. Oh, right. Uh, the That's a hot dog. Uh... SB, you're right, you're right. That was a, remember, I think the fat boys went in there and cut screws. When they're all you can't eat. When they eat, they go to Nathan's in New York, in Times Square, and eat, and eat the wallpaper. I didn't see it on purpose. Uh, okay, now. Trust me, if it was on YouTube, we were watching it. He's pretending to be a guy who's bringing back to Jane the, the dinosaur. Okay, Jane Tiptree. But right. really, it's it's Doc. He wants to know what's going on. Now, this part of the, once again, we're in Biodome. We're in Biodome. Oh, wait a minute. So we watched uh, his last movie was also shot in the same location as the right. movie Biodome. Right. Well, he works cheap. I mean, then again, this is a Corman movie, as was the last one. So they, you know, he may not have a say in it. They may say, "Look, we got 
biodome it's available. It's a water like, reclamation yeah, okay, great. plant, and they they rent the place out a lot of times for a lot of movies. The Fugitive. Uh, the list isn't in front of me. I did read it to you last time. I know it's Biodome, and uh, there was Star Trek episodes shot there. Um, I forget now. But the thing is, it's nonsensical. What he does, he wants to understand what's going on. So he holds her at gunpoint, goes into her lab, and that's it. He's here for the rest of the film, and basically they have a long conversation. It doesn't make any sense. Really? Yeah, because, well, then, I mean, I remember something happening to Diane Ladd, which we'll have to wait to see, but you don't it happens in the it? Uh, lab, right? <laughs> we just so good. We haven't ruined the ending of this movie. It reminds All right, well, we are 45 minutes. Let's go ahead. Go ahead and ruin it because I want to make sure our listeners listen to the entirety of the movie, and they might abandon us before the end of this. Well, I want to say she'll give birth to a dinosaur, but she won't give birth to it. It'll pop out of her stomach, and it was on purpose. It was of her own design. It's her fiendish plot. See, there's eggs right there. It's kind of foreshadowing. So she got herself impregnated with carnosaur. She and she gave birth by dropping a carnosaur egg, and then the carnosaur popped out of it. She got everybody pregnant. She got them sick with a virus, and that virus somehow made a dinosaur grow in every woman. And every woman will give birth to a dinosaur and die. Including this woman. Yeah. She's the guy's hugging his pregnant wife. That's Holy her. shit, what a fucking movie. So come for the Jurassic Park ripoff and stay for the forced impregnation of dinosaur baby eggs. Right. Th spread through a contagion virus. Uh, it's to the virus movie. And race and bring dinosaurs back. That's what Jane Tiptree wants this, to do. This movie. Holy fuck. That's the actual plot of this movie. Yeah. That is so depressing. I'm so bummed out by that. She's saying right now, I, I'm i sick too. I have a fever. And he's like, go lay down. I'll make my own breakfast. Give me that. <laughs> now he's, he's going to make... He's a good husband. But something weird's going to happen. Uh -oh. Yeah, I don't want to see this. It's going to be all bloody and shit, right? Or there's going to be a dino baby in there? That's... Well... Yeah. Yo. Here's the first one. All right, here we go. Oh, come on, do three eggs, man. You know you want to eat a hearty breakfast. You're a big boy. One egg. egg. Oh. What the? And it smells. It smells, too. Oh, good thing it has another bowl behind there. Yep. Got plenty. Where's that pile of clean Ew. bowls? Oh, by the sink. Ew. Oh, I'm glad we synced up for this. What? Oh, careful, you! Oh! oh. Clutch? That's clutch. Oh, no, gross. Oh, I'm going to pukey. Now, I would expect Roger Corman to have it bite his finger, right? That makes sense. Right. Doesn't happen. Hi, I'm looking for my brother. Yeah. Brother, are you in here? <laughs> he 
He's like, what oh, the boy. heck is going on? He's oh, eating chicken. He just had a big meal, yeah. remember? I think it's kind of tacky to eat chicken in a fried chicken in a slaughterhouse. <laughs> remember that show, Louie? He was like, chickens are dumb. Aren't they a little leery? We think they'd be a little leery of us by now, but no, they're just. There's never any protest. You never see like a Martin Luther chicken. Oh no! Bye bye, Clint. Bye bye, Clint, who is an avid golfer but can't be a golfer anymore. Um, he had a hip replacement and he had to quit. Was it because Carnosaur bit his head off? No, it bit his hip off. He used to play 150 rounds a year, he brags. That's every other day. Oh, well, who can blame him? I mean, he's been in the industry for so long. He must have a certain routine down. He's got a lot of time free to play golf. He also has a lot of free time because he plays World of Warcraft. Um, really? Well, yeah. well, that's great. He doesn't have to pay for skins to look like himself. Well... He does have that. Um, he is known for his activity in the World of Warcraft game. Howard plays a game, the game under the name Extas, E-X-T-A-S, on the Herod Classic Realm. How cool is that? He must have been doing that for a while. Yeah. The thing is, if you're a Hollywood guy, you, you know, you go do uh, My Name is Earl episode, and then you're off for the rest of the day, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. They need you for day shoots for Pumpkinhead 4, and then you got the rest of the afternoon. Now he brings it to the coroner, which I guess makes sense. Right, there's only four actors in this movie. Is he in a body bag? Oh, no, no, no. No, she's just sick, and so she's bundled up. He's just checking on his patients now. Everybody's sick. There's nothing he can do but have them sit around. There's no cure. So is it the coronavirus? Yeah, carnosaurus virus. Oh, did you say carnosaur? No, I said coronavirus. This is a mock wow, buster. This is sickle. called a mock buster. <laughs> wow, so all these women are, mock do they know Jurassic they're pregnant? Park, right? Yeah. This was like the sick room. So this is like, a, oh, this guy's a good dude. This film made about a million bucks. They spent 850000 to make it, and it made $1.8 So just under a million dollars they made. Uh, that's why Roger Corman does it. Well, you, you know, like it did have a theatrical release. They did have the hype about going against Jurassic Park, but in reality, yes. they were playing like in the Brookline in these little small art house theaters, you know, like your little hipster theaters. So it wasn't like it was playing at the AMC. No, no, no. Okay, so the assistant says, "Doc, you know, Dr. Tip, uh, Dr. Tip T Tree, can I go home? I feel sick. She goes, yes, but come down here first. I want to examine you. And now Doc, who got her at gunpoint, right, is just sort of hanging out in the lab now. Right. He's not even, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, he put his gun away, right? 
I guess so. Like he got himself down there under gunpoint and then he didn't do anything with her. <laughs> and now it's business as usual for her. Yeah. I know it's really weird. Well, I, I'm sure like they just edited whatever scenes they had with her just to get this movie out. <coughs> like it's probably not Diane. Diane Ladd, man, she's been in some good movies, and her she's the mother of uh, uh, Laura Dern, right? Right, she's the mother of Laura Dern, and so everybody thinks that that's why she got the part. Uh, she won. Academy Award for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, 74. She won a Golden Globe. Yeah, great movie. The TV show Alice, you know, in between 80 and 81. Um, she received Emmy Award nominations for Wild at Heart, Rambling Rose. She was in Chinatown, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Ghosts of Mississippi, Primary Colors, 28 Days. And she's the mother of Laura Dern and the ex-husband, her ex-husband is Bruce Dern. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're all great actors. I love Laura Dern. Fucking, I don't know if you ever saw that movie where uh, uh, Matt Damon goes small, downsizing. Right. And it's a little small guy. Yeah. He's fucking amazing in that movie. And then uh, he's good in uh, Big Little Eyes. I like everything Laura Dern does. And I like I like Diane Ladd and I like Bruce Dern. He's still acting. Okay, now uh -oh. she was it's sick. A girl, that is right. She died, and now look what came out. Right, I'll take that. Husband's like, what the fuck just happened? Is it the husband? No, that's the. No, that's that guy. Look how calm he is. That she was sick. She wasn't even pregnant. She just gave birth to a thing. Look at the yeah. mist coming out of the lab. See. Why is that weird? It it's must just be movies. Oh, look at Welcome to my museum of eggs. Well, she's okay. saying, be careful. Don't fuck with my eggs. And that's a strong, you know, later he'll be all happy about that because he can threaten her. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to shoot the egg. This is the most exciting I'm going to shoot the egg scene in That's movie right. history. <laughs> that is the most intense I'm going to shoot your egg scene I've ever seen. So, oh, yeah. Up there with the scene in Casablanca. The crew was given more time than usual in Corman Productions. Now, this was shot in 18 days, the principal photography at least. But... Simon, Adam Simon had six months to research and write it off the book. Um, they ignored a lot of plot points from the book, but I'm saying six months because of the special effects and everything. <clears throat> they right. didn't want to use stop motion because it would take too long and interfere with the filming. Real-time models, that's better, what they though. went with. And green camera work. Yeah. How can we get into it? Well, it's the point of view of the carnosaur. You see the chroma, chromatic uh, vision. So the rebel forces need to go here because the uh, 
I don't know. No, it's not Star Wars. I don't know. It um so they had a three foot T Rex animatronic puppet. They had regular hand puppets. They had a suit model, you know, the suit. And they had the full-scale prop, of course, which was the robot. And it had a system life, like hinges and cables and pulleys. Uh, they had a lot of different uh, uh, puppets and robots and such. I heard, I heard they had to use part of the script to make that uh, carnosaur. Now it's turning into a pandemic kind of thing. And again, it's just another person who's right. sick. Contagion. Man, look at that car. That's pretty hot. Phew. It was very it's, difficult uh, for them to make this feel real. You know, the, the dinosaurs. Right. This guy's like, hey, thanks for taking my wife. I'm going to get going. That's exactly right. And they're on. like, no, you're not. Come on, fellas, this is March Madness. You gotta let me go home. Yeah. Jeez. So they spent no, seven no weeks for me? with all the robots and special effects. Seven weeks. It's not your typical Corman, let's go and shoot movie. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I don't know how many theatrically released movies Corman for New Horizons were cranking out in 93. You know, I could see them make new Munchies movie on the DVDs, <laughs> you know, or... Because he would crank out these, you know, he's famous for his movies in the 50s and 60s, and they had a different distribution system back then. Yes. Where they were driving, so they just needed shit. There were double feature houses that just needed garbage. They needed a B-movie, you know. And that, they needed that a dried to get up. He didn't there. go away, you know. He, he, st he stayed relevant. Yeah, because there's like video, direct to video, there's direct to cable, there's right right now, I mean sci fi, a lot of those like <clears throat> Octo Shark versus Shark Octopus, those are all Corman productions. She's crazy, man. Look at her act. Really a cuckoo. I don't know. Maybe she's sane. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she had this clever idea. Let me uh, get it, create a pandemic that gets women sick and produce uh, dinosaur babies. She's going to destroy the human race and replace it with robots. That's, is that the reason why I'm she, sorry, with dinosaurs. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the Dinosaurs that happen to be robots. Right. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, it all blurs together. Uh, it's another dinosaur pregnancy. Oh, yeah. This is like, I didn't come to see this. I did not pay to go to the fucking Brookline movie house to watch this shit. I came yeah. to see carnosaurs. Gross. Movie's so depressing. Tip tree. Crazy. Oh my god. Well, at least we don't have to watch Sam Elliott. Not Sam Elliott. Who's that? The guy in uh, Sam Neill. 
So this Doc Smith, I don't know anything. Raphael Sabarge, I just don't know him. Uh, best known for his role as Archie Hopper, Jimmy Cricket in the <clears throat> Once Upon a Time. And huh. he was in the Mass Effect trilogy. I don't know. He was on TNT. Oh, those are video games. Series Murder in the First. Right. Well, I'm sure everyone was. You know, Carl, I just realized what you were saying. Laura Dern was in Jurassic Park. Yes. So it finally clicked. So the weekend that she came out, her mom uh-huh. was appearing in a rip-off movie. Right. So people were like, it's a right. coup. They couldn't tell them apart. They're like, which dinosaur movie is starring uh, a Dern? Now, I don't know if it's very interesting, but also... Um, um, also, th- let me just do here. Clint Howard has a nephew uh, who's that woman in the new Jurassic Park films. Where is it? That's a bit of a trick. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A niece, right? Bryce Howard. Bryce Howard. Bryce, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. So, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, here it is. I don't know. Is that interesting? Corman couldn't have known that. Look at the doggies. I think they're so cute. They're going to get eaten. Oh, yeah. Oh, bad movie. You can, kill, you can kill 32 people, but the moment you get the doggy, that's it. Did the dog die? Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll check. Now, look. She's waxing oh. philosophic. She's waxing poetic about a world... A beautiful world that she's going to have made millions of years from now. That's so crazy. So she just wants to kill off the human race now. Right. So that... She's you like... Know, Carnosaurus 3 was called... Carnosaurus. All right. Does the dog die, Carnosaurus? Does the dog die? Yes. One vote. Does an animal die besides a dog, cat, or horse? Yes. Yeah, chickens. Are animals abused? Yes. Do they mean in the... I think those are the categories. Oh, does somebody vomit? Yes. (laughs) Are there strobe effects? Yes. Is there childbirth? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does a pregnant woman die? Yes. Does someone miscarry? Yes. Is there sexual content? Yes. Yes. Now this is Sheriff. Uh, is there blood gore? Yes. Throughout the film, and he's going to take on the dinosaur now. So he's like, "Come out here! It's just you and me." His name's Harrison Page. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically. Yeah, that's a cool name. Yeah. Well, he's been all over, like. Jag and ER and and Melrose Place and Quantum Leap, you know, Wonder Years, Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. like all over TV. Dukes of Hazard, Hill Street Blues, Columbo. Everybody's been in Columbo. Oh, he was in Kung Fu. Yeah. So. You think he played cops in all those shows? <laughs> no, but but sort of, like Don Rickles, CPO Sharky. He was like. A regular, and he was in uh, Beyond the Fat right. Valley of the Dolls. 
He was in Lionheart with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay, so he He's thinks friends with one of the twins. He thinks the dinosaur's inside. But he gets a surprise. Ow! He got him. Nice shot. Yeah. Down for the count. So the cop is victorious. Sheriff Fowler. Two. Three. Eight, nine, ten. Ding, 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 ding. Sheriff wins. Sheriff wins. Don't go close to it, Sheriff. It I might know, not you dumbass. It costs a lot of money to build that. Yeah, headshot. Quick before he chops you. <laughs> I can kind of sort of know what's going on. Oh, just shoot already. Ah! Oh, that's to you. <coughs> that looks like alien. Ooh, valiantly <coughs> dies. Yep. In the line of duty. In the line. I'm sorry, ma'am, but you're. He died in the line of a duty protecting the world from a dinosaur outside the liquor store. That's gonna catch up. He got a raptor hook in his crotch. He's <laughs> <laughs> lying to duty. Yeah, you heard me. Bah, bah, bah. So they wanted the like guy who wrote this uh, book to write the script, and he did write a first draft, and he sent it to Corman, and then Corman, like, just never bothered to talk back, you know, just forgot about him. As a matter of fact, in the end, his credit is reduced to original story. That's not bad. You get money off of that. It might be Sometimes that you, you don't get, get credit money, off. but there's no resemblance to the guy's book except for the name, and he was really disappointed. Can we be, can we be honest? That's all you need in this movie is the name Carnosaur, and it's sold. <laughs> well, all you need is Jurassic Park and it's sold. Yeah. I think I like Jurassic Park. That was pretty good. I like Lost World. I thought that was pretty good. Jurassic World. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. Party on, T-Rex. Party on, Carnosaur. <laughs> See, shot Diane Ladd is so not acting in this movie. He shot one of the eggs. She's so angry. She's so angry. That's her child. Don't look at her face. She's saying, "Don't do it." There's the uh, original anthem. Yeah, they can make a vi a vaccine with that. That's what he wanted. So now he will leave the lab. Um, you see what I mean? It was so weird. He like went into the lab got her at gunpoint, and then said, I'm going to hang with you for a while. Okay, you James? <laughs> and she went, okay, darn it. And I'll tell you all about my evil plots. Right. Look out. Disco. Yep. That this that's is the strobe lights I was warned about. T-Rex, and that's the robot. 
That looks like one of those hallways. Like you ever been to like a near like a Manhattan seventies uh, inspired like office complex where they have like a long hallway with neon lights in it. Yeah. You you walk through there to get to the building. It's kind of cool. Diane, am I done yet? No, Diane. Still more twenty minutes. Yeah, well, she was asking him, Simon, if she could leave. He's like, nope. Yeah, I got the final act. Uh, well, Adam, I'm just going to sleep on set. It's just wake me when I'm, when my final scene is ready. Oh, no, it's a birth scene. I take it back. Yeah. Great. Now, she starts showing her cooch, but it comes out of her stomach. Huh. Well, it's, it is Iron Man. I don't know. I found the name Bryce Dallas Howard, Clint Howard's niece. And she is like a, yeah. I don't like the term ginger. I like redhead much better, but that's what she is. Just like her, uh, just like her uncle Ron Howard. Yeah. 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 She was in, uh, uh, Lars, uh, Lars Trier, Lars Van Trier movie. Uh, she kind of, I don't know. I, I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. You're right. I'll tell you, man. Jurassic World. Who gives a fuck? I know. Even my son, who loves Jurassic Park movies, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But what about the world? It's like, all right. Here's the dinosaurs we all love. Yay, killer dinosaurs. And here's two lovable characters that we're gonna stretch into three movies. Who gives a shit? I gave more shit about that little boy in Jurassic Park three because yeah, you know what I mean. Like Jurassic Park three, it's Laura Dern and Sam Neill, like. We're still here. Oh, I think uh, Ben Goldblum show up in three. He didn't show up in three. Who? But he shows up in World. Jeff Goldblum. He no, shows he up didn't in show Jurassic up in the third. World. He showed up in the second yeah. one. Oh no! Ew, gross, Diane. What are you doing? Ew. Ew. This is what this is what my synagogue taught me about sex. Really gross, you dare have to rip it out of your stomach. Yeah, I'll never have premarital sex. Yeah. She likes it. She Mama. likes it. Watch, see her face. Oh, I like it. My dinosaur. Hey. <laughs> Doc is back and he's got the serum. And of course. Good. Girlfriend uh, is sick now. Charles in charge, girl. So he's just gonna take care of his uh, Charles in charge, girl. No, he's gonna fight the dinosaur and do what he has to do. Honey, how are you feeling? Oh, much better. This is a lot easier than being on the set of Charles in charge. <laughs> she retired from acting after this film. Well, you know, she put on a show. You get to give birth to a dinosaur. Dino dinosaur. Yeah, my dino <laughs> is sore. Oh. <laughs> uh, so right. Think about the time you you finally left the set of Charles in Charge. <laughs> right. Relax. Think about think about happy things like leaving Charles in charge. So, according to Corman, <laughs> uh, Doctor Jane Tiptree was originally envisioned for a male character 
who had a great deal of strength at the same time was an intelligent person, but no one was available is the way he puts it. So Corman rewrote the character as a woman and offered it to Diane Ladd, having previously worked together on the 1966 film Wild Angels. Oh, wow. Yeah. She must be good in that movie. 1963? 66 was Wild Angels. Yeah. Well, Bruce Dern did The Trip, right? With Corbin? Right. Back in 67 or something like that? Wait, The Trip with Jack Jack Nicholson was a Roger Corman film? Oh, you're right. I get the two mixed up. Well, The Trip and then there was Freak Out, right? Freak Out. That sounds more like Roger Corman, yeah. Well, there was one that Dick Clark ripped off. So, Dirk I'm pretty sure the, the trip is psych, yeah. psych Out. Was it called Psych Out? It, it was Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I think so. And, Quantum Leap. And that was, that was a Corman ripoff. It was a Dick Clark production. And the Corman himself took acid and made a movie called The Trip. And I believe that had Peter Fonda and Bruce Dern in it. Now, is The Trip with Jackie Gleason? Because that movie's still coming. Oh, that was to do. You you recommended it. Well, well, there's the oh, there's a a series of recent movies called The Trip, which is uh, Steve Coogan and Rob something, uh, and they play themselves. They're kind Uh of like successful British comedians, and they go to different restaurants. And there's four of these movies. I think five. There's the trip where they go through England, and then there's like the trip to Spain, the trip to Italy, and I think they just did the trip to Greece. I might have seen the trip. Uh, it was with, yeah, the English comedians, and it, the guy was like the fifth person he called. And... Yeah, 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 right, right, right. That, that's... But what was the Jackie Gleason one where he takes acid? That's called Skidoo. Oh, 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 oh. uh, Of course I recommend that movie. Skidoo with an exclamation point. It's coming. So now he's going to give her the hot beef injection, and that will cure her of the dinosaur, I guess. But what does that mean? It'll stop growing? I don't know. That's his excuse for anything. Oh, I I know a cure. You're not going to say sex again, are you? Yes. Ow. Ow. Now, look, these are all the sick people. By the way, this is Climax Nevada, which I think we saw in some other movie. Maybe you're right. Memorable name. Climax. Oh, my God, he's grown. Yeah, this is the robot one. Wow. Was Climax Nevada... The the uh, postal the postal movie no maybe I don't remember much yeah. of that movie to be honest with you except for the offended stuff or maybe what's that movie with Dino and uh, they swat you know the they pretend the wife is is from my favorite Martian guy and that might be climax Nevada. I forget. Okay, don't worry about it. Yeah. Kiss me stupid. Well, you know, That's you can watch my favorite. 
You can watch My Favorite Martian on, on Tubi, T-U-B-I, a, a streaming service. They have all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Now we're getting to the final count. It's Tractor versus Dinosaur. Killdozer. Right, and it's really reminiscent Boy, of Aliens man. when uh, Ripley fights the alien with that that packing and loading robot. Well, I'm sure it was an inspiration. Or they just used what they had, which were... This is why I like Killdozer. It's nice and simple. A bulldozer hits a alien rock, alien takes over the bulldozer and kills everyone. The end. Or but gets ensnared. The end. Now that it says Bobcat on the side, it doesn't say Unis Corporation, see? But it's miniature too. It looks like somebody's like prop. Whoa, stop lifting the camera to the angle. <laughs> He's laughing. Whoa. He's more like Godzilla. He has not eaten a, like a beef jerky. This carnosaur must be hungry by now. Yep. Wait till he finds out he's a father to 400 carnosaurs. I'm out of here. That's the only way they get this dinosaur to leave town. You're the father. <laughs> 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 he's going to be on Maury and Maury's going to say you are the father <laughs> but Jane oh, the... is the father of all of those so look why is why are we watching anything after Jane Triptree giving birth <laughs> right they should have ended the movie after that the fact well, that it's funny, more just minutes saved Doc's effect. life that's worth watching I'd rather eat onions. Yeah, that's fine. They could have had all this before the doctor gives birth. Yes, they could have. It's just like such a gross scene. Like, why yeah, and you're right. Closure? It should have been like towards the, you know, a, a sort of finale kind of situation. You can't follow that. You can't follow that. How, how can you follow that? Diane Lamb giving birth to her stomach to a, a dinosaur. And now, it's, now there's going to be a fight. Yeah, I'm done. He's he's winning. Rawr, 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 rawr. Oh, it's, oh, I'm sorry, Adam. Adam, Adam, I'm trying to get my character. What is a carnivore? Cut. What is a carnivore? Trying to get my character down. Should I be saying rah 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 rah? I don't know. Let me consult with Michael Crichton's book. You should be saying rah rah rah. Why don't you try acting? Oh, that's low. I have. I must get into character. Listen, <laughs> Spielberg never treated me this way, Simon. Fuck you. Sounds like you can hear the robot. I guess it's the engine of the Bobcat. Oh, yeah. It's the wheels inside the dinosaur robot. So sleepy. So I ate an edible. Good night. Dead. Yay. Humankind won. Carnosaur zero.
Nice bedroom, by the way. Looks like they put a mattress over the piano. Now, here's a reason why this movie sucks, right? This is our hero. He's fought hard. He's won. He's beat the dinosaur, right? He beats the dinosaur. Right. He deserves, right? We're vicariously living through him. He deserves to live and prosper and go off into the sunset with the girl. But instead, he will be shot and killed. Ooh, very 70s. No, but for no reason. It's okay. random. He didn't say Well, that's how George Romero is the crazy guy. Yeah, why would they shoot him anyway? He's not a, if they're affected, it doesn't mean you got to shoot him 12 times. Look, that guy hit him in the shoulder. He was dead after the fourth time, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, shut up. This is one of the real reasons why this movie stinks. There's no... Oh, then they have to burn a body. Right. Wow, yeah, so he, no he saved him from the, the dinosaur brain. He struggled hard to win. Wow. Ew, burning a pregnant lady? Classy movie. Oh no, and their DVD collection. Shrek 2. And and they're Down killing the, the um well what me worry. They're also killing the the yeah. serum that has the cure. They're burning it. I know what you know it reminds me of the crazies? It was remade too, the George Romero movie about a town that just goes nuts. And Donald Pleasant is the one guy who could who could cure it, and he runs out of escapes only to be shot on on sight. And that's Night of the Living Dead too, right? Oh, here we go. Ooh, the reverse scroll. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We had watched Carnosaur from 1993. Carl, what did you think of this movie? Piece of shit. Good for your show. Lots to talk about. No, it's depressing Piece of crap. show. Yeah, lots to talk about. Just depressing premise. I never liked this movie. But we were able to watch two Adam Simon movies in a row. Right. Check out last week's episode. You can go to pcrcollective.org, aka mimiradio.fm, hit podcast archives and find it uh, with the previous week's date. Wow. All right. So we get to do the reverse credits. This is the part where I get out of the, uh, the Brookline movie house like, fuck, what did I do uh -huh. in my life? Right. I think it was a midnight showing too, so I walked oh, out like good. two in the so morning. So at least you like, don't yeah. have that. There's that always that bummer when you leave the movie theater into broad daylight. Yeah, right. Well, Stop. speaking of broads, I was on a date. You know, when I was young, Mike, I would go on these dates, but I would always take them to see like Sandlot, which is a bunch of boys, or Problem Child, which is like misogynistic baby <laughs> shit. I never took or Carnosaur. I never took anyone. You know, one time I was on a date in the early '90s. I went to see Goodfellas. And it was great, but, you know, my date dropped me off. And I was just like, what a neat movie. Where's my date? You know, like, I got to see Aladdin. And when I went, uh, my date had her roommates with them. And I had a sister kids movie, and they dropped me off. So that was charming. Uh, that was a good way to spend my young life. Uh, operating title, service imagery, chickens are processed. <laughs> Yeah, what a depressing. Even the credits are drab. Yeah, stage Scary. manager, studio teacher, craft services. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. I mean, Michael, you, Michael. German, who did Good craft point. services. Well, usually they'll have something clever, like chicken and things, or, you know, Bobby's 
not this movie. Seth, All right. This, hey, Carl, this is a tough one. I have two movies that I really want to see, and yeah. I can't pick them between them. Okay. So I want to see The Castaways of Gilligan's Island. It's a TV movie. Would you be into that, or should we yeah. do the other movie? No, Castaways is good. The other movie? All right. So if we want to change the pace after these doubleheader of Adam Simon. I'm going to save my other good, bad movie. Read the Torah book. Oh, Torah, science fiction. So next week's movie is a made-for-TV movie. It was the second in a series of uh, TV-length movies. This one is called Castaways of Gilgan's Island. It stars the late Bob Denver, the late Alan Hale Jr., the late Russell Simmons, and uh, not Russell Simmons. That's the, the, the rap novel, <laughs> uh, Russell Johnson. And special guests, the late Tom Bosley and the late Maria Wallace. I don't think we have a uh, trailer for it. Oh, Carl, do you want to do the trailer for Castaways of Gilligan's Island? In a world where Gilligan is castaway. I'm castaway! Okay, wait, I found it. The Castaways on Gilligan's Island trailer. Two minutes, 27 seconds. You did find it. Okay. Okay, guys, we're going to actually hear the actual. So we want you to go. Uh, for our friends listening, still listening, where can they find this trailer? Who's hosting it? Okay. Uh, okay. Y- you search for the Castaways on Gilligan's Island trailer, and the channel is Paul Dean Martin. Paul Dean Martin. And uh, okay. I'm at 000 buffered. In three, two, right. one. Wait, should I do? Go and get everyone all fucking screwed up. Three, two, one, go. All right. Some guy's having fun already. Paul Dean's kind of thank you, Paul. This is probably a fan made trailer. I guess. That is not the USS Minnow, that's an airplane. Is there something wrong with the audio? I don't hear. Yeah, I have it at 98. I don't. I hear like, oh, it's a minnow three. I think this guy is bullshitting us. I don't know what the fuck we're watching, Carl. Right, it's a plane having trouble, so I guess it'll crash on the island. It's a minnow three. Oh, finally. It really is Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Here on Gilligan's Island. They're just a little bit older, and, aren't uh, And one of them is not the original cast member. Can you figure out who? Uh, I'll probably Ginger, but I'll look. Marianne would definitely be on this show. Yeah, it's Ginger. Yep, Ginger is not the original Ginger in this. Why? Dyed her hair. I don't know. Why don't you ask uh, Scorch or whatever her name was? Okay, I will. From uh, a very Brady Christmas. So this audio is some other audio than the trailer. Yeah, this trailer's kind of weird. Well, I think I've seen this one. This is not the Harlem Globetrotters do not crash on. That's a different movie. Uh, I think this one they open up like a fantasy island love boat uh, resort. 
and we get to see adventures of like Tom Bosley and his wife on a, a resort. Come on, you. Or not. I have no idea. You pine, what is it? Pine space nut? <laughs> what was <laughs> You far out space nut, you? Far out space nut. Okay, that looks interesting. Bye. We shall see. Castaways. Okay. Castaways on Gilligan's Island. Okay. Castaways on, not of Gilligan's Island. You're absolutely right. Castaways on Gilligan's Island uh, will be next week's movie. So check it out. You can follow our podcast if you haven't already at L-W-A-S-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the reason for the acronym. Carl takes our episodes in the movies we watch and syncs them together. We have over like 50 videos and a great variety. If you go to our YouTube channel, you could do L-W-A-S-L-M-O-Y-T. Don't subscribe. Don't like uh, our video. Just check it out. And uh, we're also on Twitter with 30 followers. And we have a Facebook page. Let's watch a full <laughs> movie on YouTube. And we'll be back. Here on Mutiny Radio, support MutinyRadio.fm. A lot of crazy stuff on the air, and you could uh, our GoFundMe descended. We want this uh, place to still exist, so go to Venmo, donate some money to at Mutiny Radio. Keep us on for another month. I dare you. Uh, and that's been the show, Carl. What a pleasure, audience. What a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, thank you, Carl, for your hard work on this. I do appreciate it. I appreciate Always. you. Always happy to do it. Great. Well, cool. Audience, we're always happy to do it, and we'll see you next week for the Castaways on Gillian's Island. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with turn on are dancing in the dark, kissing on a lark, and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dumbass. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now.
preschool teacher, preschool helper. forgot to turn the microphones down. So we're in the six o'clock hour. It's joke workshop, but it's not joke workshop because <laughs> no one's coming to joke workshop. I got in trouble on bacon. We'll talk in a minute. Majesty, keep your vanity charged. You know it won't. 
kid slow should have let your trick hold chick hold to sit glow plus nobody couldn't do nothing once you let the brick go and you know i know that's a bunch of snow the beat is so butter keep the slow cutter as he utter the calm flow don't talk about my mom yo sometimes you rhyme quick sometimes you rhyme slow or vice versa whip up a slice of nice verse pie hit it on the first try villain the worst guy spot hot tracks like spot a pair fat asses shots of the sky smile from square shot glasses and he won't stop till he got the masses show him what they know not through flows of hot molasses do it like the robots and head spin to boogaloo took a few minutes to convince the average boogaloo it's ugly like look at you it's a damn shame just remember all caps when you spell the man name Wig. Allegedly, the investigation is still ongoing In this pesky nation, he got the best con flowing The pot doubles, now they really got troubles Madman never go like snot bubbles end of the world's coming and we're all gonna die right pinky i can't That's what you stress just said. this enough but we're all gonna die yeah we're all gonna die yep well eventually well eventually i know that's what i was saying too we're all gonna die eventually but especially if the fema but today wants to like have a drill and, and like throw m16s in my face <laughs> and say stay in your homes or oh you know what actually i don't give a shit you, you, you're outdoors it's, it's free game. It's it's open season on anyone who is outdoors because you must be a threat to my safety, my grandmother's safety. Well, that's the, I mean, am I? I, I'm, I took the bus today, took the bus here, walked through the tenderloins. Am I a threat? What's the deal with the muni? Are they going to shut that down? No, they're keeping everything open. No, you're a threat to yourself if you I walk guess. through the tenderloins. But what are they going to at I'm a threat point. to this. This I just don't understand how every time I undo all of those cords, they all get jumbled up again. It's just it's it's just entropy. It's the jumble mills. It's entropy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want a you want a mask? I don't want a mask either. They're clean. I I don't know. You've talked about it on the last hour. I so I scared. I You're I not scared at today. all. I ate lunch today in a hospital cafeteria. Oh my god! Why? Yeah. <laughs> Because 
I've been making a lot of stops in in like medical buildings and hospitals because they're moving shit around now. They're 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 calling us, and I just had a stop at lunchtime, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Wait, you take like legal documents and like yeah. blueprints and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of you had a lot of work today. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to hospitals. Patient uh-huh. zero. A lot dude, of hospitals, a lot dude, of... Dude, you dude, are... I have a video. I took a video of these two doctors walking around, like, in literal biohazard suits, carrying these, like, boxes that were wrapped in plastic. They looked like they, they were vaccines. No way. Uh, they weren't vaccines, yeah. but they looked like they were vaccines. Was it a red box or a blue box? White. Just, it was just white, to let people know that we spread misinformation sometimes. No, no. That's what, I wanna, that's what we should do d- during the entirety of the lockdown is just spread fake news about the contagion. Well, <laughs> Sam, if all of what you're saying is <laughs> completely true, you are the life – you are the, the main line to a- everything that would be causing or helping any of this at this point. Oh, yeah. Serve on spreading fake news. That's really, really been happening for a month now. <laughs> But uh, when PG&E was – when they w- were having their fire shit, they were – because they're, they're, they're one of our clients too. Mm-hmm. So they would send documents to the uh, CPUC, which is the Commission of Protective Urinary Cocks or something. I don't know what it is, but okay. it's, it's something. CPUC. CPUC. PG&E to CPUC. It's a hotbed for this. Whoa. Like big-ass, big-ass bricks, tons of documents. Like oh. Oh, shit. That's the insurance. I've thought about like just what would happen if I just tossed them into the bay, <laughs> and the answer is probably they would just print out more of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you're close enough to kill a federal judge last Tuesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but uh, there's uh, that's why I wrote my little book about bike messenger assassins is that you really are moving around like they sensitive s- shit. They let me sneak my scissors in too to the courtroom now. No way. Yeah, they don't even look at the fucking screen. When what I go about your little? What about your little scalpel? My scalpel, my scalpel, and my scissors. I bring them in now. I used to hide them under my bike. But Dude, now should I don't. you be or telling everyone in the world this? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's at 400 McAllister, the uh, the federal building at Golden Gate where they have the marshals and shit. They're mm-hmm. such fucking assholes. You can't even bring a dime bag of weed in there. I kind of have a sore throat. Kissing my cheek? Oh, no, I went. It was. I went into the federal building with shrooms once accidentally. What? I went into I went into the federal building once with shrooms accidentally. I didn't know that they were in my bag. Five 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 Golden Gate. And, and I yeah, I put it through that because it's because there's a there's a post office in the bottom of that and there's no other post office in the Tenderloin, and I had to send. I was sending I was sending marijuana through to a friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I went down <laughs> to. <the laughs> so I went and I my little bag goes through or whatever, and I my business and everything else and I go to the fi- the post office and send my little box and then I'm like 20 minutes away I'm on my way to the station I'm like oh my god I've got mushrooms in my bag and I just walked into a federal building they didn't they didn't they didn't fuck with me yeah. I was very lucky but uh going to make mushrooms legal good I'm gonna. I'm. G- I'm so glad I have all those mushrooms. I have to stay indoors. All Do you still have all th- that that big so bag? So big, of course. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I, w- I worry about is uh, giving my worst ideas about how to conduct yourself as a human being, and having that go out to the masses, and having that be an example of what is 
and okay to do because I've talked about like on in my sets I've talked about like putting something on toilet paper because it's the wild wild west in the bathroom anything goes I guess you could bring your own toilet paper and be what safe do you mean that way. Yeah, on the t- like putting anthrax on the yeah, toilet like paper. That's what yeah, like that's thinking, like a contagion. Anything, or something. anything. You can anything. do that. With, you can do that with so many things. You could drop acid into like a public water, f- not a public water fountain, but like, you know those big jugs they have at Mexican restaurants. You could put like 500 drops into that thing and fuck everybody up that comes through. Yeah, but then and no one would be, be able to put it together. You'd be expanding the their fucking minds. Yeah, you would. True. You wouldn't be ruining their lives. No, well, there's some ca- there's some cases where. Like, I heard about this one Never girl, her boyfriend. I it's my story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's that's where I heard that I taught in, she was yes. in my special ed class. She that hit me so hard. She was emotionally disturbed because she was a typically developing child, and her ex-boyfriend was mad at her and dosed her 7-Up with 40 hits of liquid acid and didn't tell anybody, what and nobody, nobody knew. So she went to the hospital, and she was freaking out, and she was like, I saw – she told me a story. She's like, I saw God, I saw the devil, the hospital, like – hospitals are fucked up places and they didn't nobody knew for like two weeks that she was on acid they put her in the insane like they <laughs> and they nobody i was like doctors couldn't fucking figure that out but, it but was what a terrible idea to bring someone on acid to a hospital you should bring them to joshua but they didn't they didn't know they didn't know she was on acid that's the whole thing is that he did it without anybody knowing and her parents didn't know and it wasn't anything that she would have ever done and so it was so out of character that nobody thought at that time that it was it could be something like that. They thought she just had some crazy psychic break, and she didn't know that she'd done it, and she was fucking losing well her sh- goddamn she mind. She should have listened to her parents when they told her to stop hanging out with Tyler. You know? <laughs> 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 so it was awful for her, and she ended up it ended up fucking her up for for life. Really, she was she had trouble at a bunch of different schools, and the last I heard, she was doing one of those work programs where you like fill sandbags and stuff for the government for money in California or whatever, like outdoor work stuff. Is that MK Ultra? Is that that project? I don't know what it's called, but she attacked the p- boss guy with a pickaxe because <laughs> <laughs> he triggered her because she'd been sexually assaulted and all this other stuff had happened, and so, so be she careful got about revealing uh, too much about. Oh, I don't even remember her name. And this oh. was from this was a s- this was a student I had when I in 1998. I mean, I remember oh. the school and I remember 1998, but I can't be specific about anything more than that. But I do remember all of that. Oh. I taught a lot of kids. It's hard. It's hard to remember all the comedians' names, let alone all the kids you ever taught. So that was like the new basket weaving class for people with with fake mental disorders. No, I used to teach. I used to teach students with emotional disturbance for a while. I was a California special school teacher. It's one of the things I used to do. Yeah, but. How did she get the fake bags? She was like mining. Yeah, that's oh. a she great question. Yeah, she get the so fake she was. They gave it to her. She was working <laughs> with it. She was working with it. They were doing outdoor work, and they all were filling sandbags or something. And that's something that you could do in Sacramento. Like if you fucked up in school and they didn't know what to do with you, there were. And she'd already been through my the program I was teaching. Like there was nowhere else to put her, and juvie wasn't gonna work. Oops, you want to be on the mic? There's an on off switch on that too. You have to flip it all the time. Sorry. Is it? Yeah. What? Yeah. Is that on? Okay. Okay. Good. But uh, she's emotionally disturbed and she's going crazy and they don't know what to do with her, so give her a pickaxe. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Well, see, she was working outside (laughs) and and I guess her boss guy touched her butt or something and she 
flipped on him. <laughs> <and> oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. I would do that too. Okay. So there, there were problems. Anyway. Beyond the acid. Beyond the acid. Well, that then that's the thing is that once you become one of those kids and you're in like special ed classes and stuff, it's kind of hard to get out of them. Well, that's happened to so many people. Um, just uh, people going through so much, uh, I guess, acid frenzies or whatever, where they get locked in. Did Barrett from uh, Pink Floyd? He went nuts from too much acid. Too much acid. He was Ch- the Charles Manson. Charles, Charles, Charles Manson's too much acid. I think there's a lot more to that, but yeah, too much acid there too. Did Jer- is Jeremy still around? No, he too much acid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead. Well, I was just checking. Yeah, yeah it's so funny. Like the it's weird. It's weird the way that you think about acid as you're going through it. Like when I was younger, I thought acid was the devil. It was gonna melt your brain. And then I took it, and I felt like I had been lied to my whole life about acid. And then I started taking it more and more, and then it started to do less, less good. Like, there were dimi- diminishing returns on it. Oh, yeah. And then it gets to a place where you're like, when can I stop taking this? A certain tolerance buildup that you, you get, and you yeah, have to take more to feel it. But you don't learn the same stuff that you learned when you first took it. And that's wha- that was one of the greatest things for me with taking it. Was that's like why you try mescaline next. And yeah. then you're like, oh, this isn't good enough. Let's try GBH or whatever, GHB G- or whatever. GHB is not. It's that's <laughs> weird. It's a weird drug. It is. But you feel drunk, and then it changes. <laughs> it's not. I'm there's ketamine. I w- you're on, on your ketamine. ketamine. <laughs> I had two weeks where I did a lot of ketamine. I just hung out with these people that were doing ketamine. It's not really a fun drug. Like it I doesn't do I anything. I it's I like agree. softer than weed. Like I grew up and there was a song called "Getting Stuck in the K Hole" or "Kids in the K Hole." Yeah. That whole song was just like, oh, you get stuck and then you feel like, oh, there's all euphoria and all this, but you're con- constantly, you don't <laughs> even know what's real, and that would be a horrible reality. Well, that's that, that would probably be the only thing that would convince me to actually do more ketamine is the fact that I might permanently be high on it. That's <laughs> sounds like a pretty good bang for your buck there. Matthew Cork is back. You don't no, know I d- I'm sorry that that sounds I'm sorry to I'm that my voice had the wrong intonation that I didn't mean to sound sad. I now <laughs> feel I should address the fact that I took a crack or something like Oh, I didn't know. I can't I have no sense of smell, so it's not going to Well, I didn't take it there's in the room. There's here. matches in there. There's matches. Did you know about that? It's not about it's that like you made a, a point like why weren't you here earlier? Well, now uh, okay. <laughs> so where were you, buddy? Um, the intonation in in there's matches in there. <laughs> <laughs> Way more now, excited. Now, please leave the podcast. I'm not worried about using a stick. <laughs> I'm worried about the studio audience being like, why weren't you were just there? Why why, why were you gone for ten minutes? Well, um, I'm still debating on whether. I guess if I. Don't take the bus and I walk here. I can be here during the day. There's no difference of me being here than being at my house. Like I'm inside and no one else. Well, right now there's people in there, but none of you people are people that I haven't. Like You're also not really touching or anything. Right. You know, what's the deal with people just uh, gathering in other people's houses? You're not supposed to. We're not supposed to gather, and no one's supposed to gather anywhere together. Is there a limit? Except on your the immediate gathering? family. And there can't people can't sit. People right can't now. sit for restaurants now. Everything has to be takeout if they're going to stay open. Can't even go to a restaurant. Nope. Bars and restaurants are all closed unless you're getting takeout. And 
but you're only supposed to have essential jobs. So then you have to make sure you have to figure out like whose job is essential. Like is it? Is that just you? Do you just get to decide if your job is essential? It's they because if you're a fast food counter operator, I know is like McDonald's essential. I was asking yeah, that. Yeah, it, uh, it definitely Popeyes is essential. Takeout only. Well, they're probably reducing the skeleton staff. They're closing yeah. the churches, but not the churches kitchen. Amazon <laughs> is hiring. Amazon is hiring a hundred thousand workers for their warehouses and distribution. This is all for of Bezos all to make more money. Yeah. So we oh all have shit. to work for we all have to work for Amazon because it's going to be the only game in town. That's because that could be something. He has enough money where he could do something. He owns like Whole Foods. He has the food production. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hundred billion. No, he, he could give all of us. One dollar and three cents. No, 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 no. Do the math right now. Do the math. What, what's a what's a billion divided by three hundred fifty million? That's like three. That's, that's like three dollars. I think. Oh, no. you got it's me. No, no, no. It's there's nine hundred and ninety nine. Three hundred dollars. Millions, almost in a billion. So if you had three hundred and twenty five million, um, because we have three hundred twenty five million, that's three million per person. Oh, he has three hundred twenty-five no, billion. I thought he had hundred yeah. billion. Oh my God, he could easily give each of us a million dollars. There's no question at yeah. all, mathematically. No, he could it's, give a every it's a thousand dollars. No, it's a million dollars. To be but fair, it's not like he has that in cash. Okay. True. If, yeah, this is if all we all have money, none of us have that's money. True. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. But uh, it if we're make a all difference. special, none of us are. <laughs> <laughs> I've. Something to that. If you have a hundred billion dollars, you could throw a pandemic just into the populace to boost up your sales and take over the world. Yeah. Like Bezos could. But you're running the high risk of catching it. True. Unless he has the vaccine and and he thought about vaccines aren't a hundred percent. The vaccine Maybe. is just him looking it's ugly as fuck. It's too <laughs> so that's all Bald, fun. Ugly that's all fun to suggest, but it's too random. You, you'll get people you don't want to die caught up in that. Can't. Well, can't and you know what? Two thousand. How many people died in the Twin Towers? And, and frankly, like 2,600 people died, and those were all innocent sure, people. And sure. people probably knew those but people. And frankly, Bezos doesn't really need to do it. He's already largely in control of everything. He, he you know, like he's already crushing uh, inner cities and, and small towns with his deliveries. But. but we're about to have an uprising, and we ne we we can't. We're not going to take this anymore. We're all to in the me, mud, yeah. and we're we're all against each other all day, every day, competing against each other. So we're all going to have a a revolution. We're gonna we're we're gonna be on top. But I'm right? pretty starting to sound like Charles Manson. But I'm pretty sure revolution. But, but just to like we were t like Be Bezos isn't like pulling any strings on that. He he wants a certain amount of stability so he can maintain being a billionaire. If it's a free for all millionaire, there's no guarantee he's maintaining who he used to be. Like he's a little too too random for he's those. He's self sufficient. I'm sure of it. His self no he's not. Can he hunt for himself? He still realizes. I think he's got like lemon food. trees in his yard. I'm sure he's he got. Just eat lemon trees. Yeah, does he know shit. how to skin and dress an animal? I doubt it. He just has to wait for most of the population yeah. to die for him to make his money. Well, all the food will be his. It's too. It's too random for that. Someone I lower I down the t t totem pole who's willing to take chances to do that. 
Um, Look, it's really just they. So Joe Rogan asked this pandemic expert about this stuff, and they they talk about these like, oh, these made up diseases that people make in a lab. He's like, first of all, it's too hard, and we have plenty to be worried about with what's just regular out there. Like you don't need to make up uh, all the scariest things you can think of a disease can do to you is already a disease that's out there. It's not, you know, you don't have to make anything up. Why is this one so contagious? Is it because it lasts? Sure. Does it last a while? It's it's no, not it's probably any more contagious than anything else. It's just new to us, and it's going to wreak a special kind of havoc because it's the same. Look, a coronavirus is also the common cold. It's in that field of viruses. I thought coronavirus was a virus that exists in animals and rarely goes to humans, but there's something about the 19th one that – they call it 19 because it showed its ass in no, 2019. Oh. Okay. Yeah. This isn't the 19th. But there are, di- there are different variations of corona, right? Right. And the yeah. common cold is one of them. And we don't get an uproar over that because it's common. And this new one, they're sort of like, well, we're not sure what the death rate is and whatever. Like, there's still stats coming out on what the actual death rate is. Because it's so new, we have no freaking clue what to is expect. Is it because it's spreading so fast? We don't well, have it's spreading so fast because stats. they didn't take make us make proper – it was a hoax for like two months, you know, which was mm. bad advice, you know. Uh, um, and Trump defunded um, yeah. the crisis pandemic. Epidemiologists. Well, right. Which the, the CDC. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those are all contributing factors to why it's spreading because nobody was taking it seriously. Like, if we got the word the first day, we wouldn't have had to be as drastic as now. The worse it gets, the more drastic things will have to be. If we got if the first day this happened, the first few people were quarantined, and we were asked to rest in place, and they started making tests so we could all be tested to know for sure if we have it or not. Like, this would all be solved so much faster, but they sort of were like, oh, it's a hoax. Yeah. And then it was spreading un- almost unfettered. It's a democratic hoax. So those, those are contributing factors to why it's spreading. And it's probably not going to be that bad, but there's enough I don't know. And if it does get bad, and no, why didn't you tell us to shelter in place for two months? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we're either all going to die or we're going to look back on it and feel so silly. No, we can just Rarely say. do we look back on ourselves and think it's so silly. Most of the time we look back and be like, you probably could have been smarter even. Swine flu seems silly to me. Well, how old were you when that went through? Like 11. So, yeah. So well, everything was silly to me. Right, when I was exactly. Little. My <laughs> point. Everything's silly to you now. Right? Um, <laughs> I'm only 12. And it's easy to be, you know, I, let me, I, I, I used to be you. Now I'm 50. And it's easy to be cocky and everything about it when you're you. Just yeah. express yourself that way. You know what's worse than a fireman who starts a fire to be the hero? A policeman who shoots himself? Although uh, this was on Final Jeopardy last night. You know. The this whole crime oh, I love this song come um, on what the um, <laughs> the worst part the, the worst worst thing worst about that is it's premeditated and the fireman doesn't want to put out that part of the town I I lost you yeah what I lo- what <laughs> You took a you took a sidestep. I think you lost yourself. Bake no. on like his fourth slice of hot bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like it so much. Well, is uh, it just that you're hungry or that it actually is? I'm starving. A bit high. Yeah. I have a fish. I have a fish. A fish salad. Oh, I think I just want to eat the jerky. Um, 
Do you need okay. jerky? Okay, yeah. I'll get you some jerky. So apparently San Francisco, liberal socialist San Francisco, is still enforcing parking meters. Huh? Yes. Oh. Who got a ticket? Well, someone put out this sort of nearly joking post, like, like you know, there's a little bit of truth in, in a joke. Sometimes there's a lot of truth in a joke. I believe it was Warhol Kaufman who was like, how am I supposed to shelter in place if I got to go out and check my car every hour? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, touche. And it's like, maybe they should like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I got a ticket once on the 4th of July, and I tried to fight it. I was like, look, I had no expectation of enforcement. It's the 4th of July. I don't know if you guys are history buffs here in the court system, but we basically – an unfair tax is why we had a revolution in the first fucking place. <laughs> and it's a little too poetic that you guys are enforcing meters yeah, on the I fourth – no, I gotta, I gotta totally not. Dude. No. That's why like they spread their packages. Right, but that's sort of like – this is how regular citizens take you up arms against you. You should have teabagged the operator behind the glass. <laughs> well, that you been s- now you explain why I couldn't teabag them. You're, by the way, by then you were in a courtroom talking to an actual judge yeah. with, like, bailiffs ready to throw you <laughs> in the hooskow for being a little too shitty. All, all due respect, I hate you, Your Honor. Yeah. But it was just like, h- how do you not see my point here? You're a hypocrite in the umpteenth degree, yeah. Your Honor. And they're like, it was clearly marked. You don't get the 4th of July off. I'm like, as an American, I shouldn't have to ask for it. Like... The expectation is, fuck off. And, you know, it was just one of those, like, they're just going to, you know, whenever my friends are like, you live in liberal San Francisco, I'm like, you know, it's not really defined liberal because, (laughs) you know, the housing thing here is definitely capitalism. The meters are definitely capitalism. They're like, this liberal thing is a... Thin if gloss. If you ask a stranger on the street for a cigarette and you don't look questionably housed, they'll m- mostly give it to you. That's what real liberalism is. I love that all of you use my term. What? Questionably housed. <laughs> I did. I came up with that like years ago. Oh, I, I turned you off. I'm sorry. Gives buzz. No, no, no. I just like it that they use my term. No, no, no. Well, I like it because um, – you know, people try to call me homeless when I'm just houseless. Yeah. Home is where the heart is. But now, but now all you housies are all stuck, and I can keep it, keep it moving. <laughs> but you have to worry about parking. Who's laughing now? Actually, I noticed that the first day when they were like having people work from home, I I, I was uh, I had a job in the sunset. And, man, parking's always rough, but it was near impossible. Uh, I was like, holy fuck, people go to work. Like, free up a spot. Jesus. No, that pl- the Sunset and Excelsior And it was one of those, if you, if you live in that zone, you can stay there all day. But if you don't, it's a two-hour thing. So, like, I'm moving around and nobody else is. And it's like, you can't just pull back in the same spot. You know, Some like, be like you were here two hours ago. They have driveways that they could drive into, but they're saving it for whoever comes back. Well, they might already be a three-car household, and someone's in that spot already, and exactly. they're like, so like, y- it's really hard to s- like pressure them to like, why can't you pull your driveway? And if you're in your driveway and blocking the sidewalk, which most driveways in that neighborhood are short enough to do, they can't. 
just pulling those out. You get a ticket. Uh, I've for blocking the sidewalk. I've parked on the sidewalk several times yeah. just for street cleaning and whatnot, and I've been. Right. If you're there for a sec, that's one thing. That's if one you thing. like and park you and leave over a four hours, someone's gonna come by and be like, "Ticket." I just told my first person that they can't come to Mutiny, but because I'm making a new rule that you can only come back if you've been here before. Like, whoa. So, fascism. So, like, no, but I mean, like, Warhol. Who died and left you in charge? Oh, wait, you are. People that I know that are. Oh, so we don't don't infect new people. So I don't infect new people. So, like, if Josh wanted to come, but the thing is, I was with Josh at Delirium on Monday, too. So I feel like, well, I was with you at Delirium on Monday, so. You if know. people ask, you just say no. But if people come, yeah, I, and people know to come, so I hope people come. Yeah. I hope my friends come so I can well, see them. Well, as much as it's like I came here anyway, it is the responsible thing to do to tell people to stay. Yeah, if they want to, you could always house it under that. If they want to free will it and do it anyway, I, that's I mean, different. And that's the thing is, I feel like I can be here because I, w- I was supposed to get work done today, but Pancake and I talked and had a good time, so. But I still, I, I tomorrow I'd like to be here to update the website. It's easier to do here from than from home. There's a, f- you are a media outlet, and there's a uh, reasonable argument that this is a necessary defense. We're at war, right? Kind of. Uh, kind of. Movie? Sure, we're at war against the with the one percent, the one true God. First attack. Well, I'm Not still driving to work, so I could drive you major i think the driving major is attack. still i'm gonna walk because i get to i get to exercise and if anybody says anything i'll be like keep six feet away from me i'm maybe i'll even maybe yeah, i'll social, even run maybe i'll distances. even run just to be like look i'm actually <laughs> look at you know and then you start patting um your um the sides of your your um bubble suit your pa- your your pockets Pants? your waist <laughs> your waist <laughs> and and uh you start like check checking yourself for like your wallet and keys and you say uh, and you're screaming stand my ground stand my ground <laughs> just do that why is the number 6 feet why wha- what's our obsession with gravity is it is it cuz 6 feet under what if yeah, dead people we need to bury them 6 feet so they don't contract no the, the stuff that you spit out is affected by gravity right. and in 6 feet going to succumb to gravity and fall to the well, well, unless you're knees and low. <laughs> well, if you <laughs> give it a fuck and uh-huh. spit it out, you that's different. But if you're just talking, basically why don't they just issue uh, hamster balls where you can just get into like those little hamster balls that are little plastic things and start walking around. Door can't doorways. touch anybody. <laughs> bing bing bing. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, it's cuz I smoke this. Oh no! That's because I smoked a cigarette sir. after my bike ride. <laughs> Social distancing. The one time Pancake took his mask off. No. <laughs> took your mask off. No. Why did you just spit in his mouth, Sam? I covered my arm. No, you I didn't. like my mouth. I like how people <laughs> cough into their elbows and then and bump then elbows. elbows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the irony is not lost. When did you think of that? When was <laughs> Saturday? That's right before good. I went on stage, <laughs> and I whipped it out. Because I'm given the live long and prosper. Even though you gave me a handshake the other night, you even man, said why shit. you got it, bro? We were all <laughs> hugging and ha- shaking hands it last is, night. It there is a bad, it no is a bad reflex. And what am I gonna do? You're from this third world country. You don't understand. I have to greet you in the barbaric, primitive way well, that you're used to being greeted. Don't touch your face. <laughs> No one touch your face. I'm being rude to John. He's from Peru, if I'm correct, and it's not a, you know, I'm just being teasing that he's a primitive barbarian. 
But it's, no but it's a reflex. We're all sort of a little bit primitive, and it's like I was doing that too. I'd be the live long and prosper, and then someone would kill on stage, and when they got off stage, I'm giving them the, like the bro hug and everything. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> great, man. So it's just like you. <laughs> but is that a thing for Italy where they they're giving three kisses? Right, it's very European to do the like, cheek kiss thing. That's why they're so fucked up. Yeah. That's kind of a thing, and they are into big groups and social yeah, loving and seen, all that sort of seen stuff. Big social groups of Italians. And uh, it's fun. They're fun. They yeah. you can oh drink on the street there too. That's funny. They, they have they open use container like laws. Six totally. feet about whenever they gesture, so they're touching people when they're walking. Yeah. Like they don't even mean to. And but they also are in a culture where men will hold hands and walk down the street that aren't gay. Yeah. It's just like like their cousins that are like they're close with. Like it, they have a whole different feel about. Closeness and talking. Men will hold hands if they're not gay. There's a lot of countries like oh that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really America and like a couple others where they don't do it. Because of the 90s in America. Right. Uh, I don't even know. Oh, you it might be gay. That. <laughs> it was before that. Here's the plot line of every single show. It's what? not like guys held hands in the 50s or anything. It was very not touchy touchy. I just don't. I don't like holding hands with anybody. There's what? footage of Bush <laughs> walking with Prince Abdullah of Saudi Arabia <laughs> holding hands. Remember that. <laughs> because that's like in in their uh, in the Saudi Arabian culture like men holding hands is just like buddies will do that like when they're walking together. Yeah. yeah nah, he fucked like that guy after though. That <laughs> 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 right, but not in a gay way. Not in a gay way. Yeah. Well, it's I learned negotiated settlement well, of two superpowers. I learned that in the um Hispanic culture or whatever with men. It was in a gender studies class I took in college, which was a long time ago, but that you can be a Latino dude and you can fuck a guy in the butt, but you're not gay. Yeah. They're I'm gay. I'm not gay, the guy I'm you fucking you. Exactly. That makes sense to me. So that because they had sex with their wife, but they also have sex with guys, I, but I they're think a that's cop. more jail terms than Latino. I mean, no, this is like it was a gender studies class from the. Like I took it in like what ninety three or something, yeah. so the book was really old. It was probably from like eighty nine. So th- we we were probably studying like the sixties and seventies. Very generalized. That's so weird. Oh, I know, but it was it was a thing about gender and sexuality and, and culture and Latin cultures. Isn't there like eighty of them, like eighty different <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> countries that are, are somehow Latin? Yeah. You know, what's the what's the Philippines exactly? But Is that I Latin understand or what she's Asian saying. It's, it's the machismo of like, yeah. dude, I just fucked you in the ass. That makes so that makes you not sexual. Both of us, it's mutual. But then it's like, no, I'm fucking you. You're right. Taking right. You're gay. I'm not. But that's right along the lines of s- sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Like, yeah. oh, I see. I have an oral sensation, but you're just smoking cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you like know. lollipops and pops. Uh, and you're an alcoholic. This is a wine party. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> no, you're an alcoholic too. Yeah. But you know, there's also that that sort of denial, or yeah, denial in any. But that's, that's an interesting um, yeah. gender, or I mean, uh, gender studies class, yeah. cultural studies. Yeah, it was. I took Very a lot of feminist classes in the early '90s, yeah, trying to, to figure 90s. my shit out. Yeah. yeah. What what what's the main population of these guys that are fucking other guys in the bus? <laughs> is it old men or is it like young guys? Because in Colombia, there's a village where. Uh, Men coming of age will go out and fuck donkeys instead of masturbating. Yep. Um, You're making you this up. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, no, I'm no, not. This is true. And and it's like totally normal. And you know. Uh, well, it's wow. Like stems from shepherds having nothing else to do and they just fly. Shepherds taking care of their flocks. Yeah, and 
Wow. I would try that. I'm not going to lie. If, if, like, I'd be like Anthony Bourdain. Like, I'd go there, <laughs> and I just want to try it. But would you take it from him? No, that well, that can kill you. <laughs> no, that's really that's that gay bestiality. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where you draw <laughs> the line. Crazy line is drawn there. Don't that's be crazy. Like there was there's a um, there's a poem by Rumi though, and it's about fucking a donkey. Um, it's a poem from like the 1,400 or something, right? And there's it's the story of it is that there's this rich woman, and she has sex with this donkey, but she has this poems called the gourd. And she has this hollowed out gourd thing that she puts on the donkey stick so it doesn't, you know, kill her. Yeah. And so <laughs> her maid is like watching her through the door and she doesn't see the whole picture. It's kind of the point of the poem is like not seeing the whole picture. So she's looking through this keyhole and she's seeing the, the lady of the house having a great time with this fucking donkey. And but she doesn't see the gourd. She doesn't see it. She doesn't know about it. What's what's the point of the gourd? I'm sorry. It keeps it because the donkey's dick is so big. It penetrates oh and it, it actually. And so looks like a ball sack kind of. It it's it got like it a ball it's sack like end. A, it's a gourd that's like round, and so there's a hole, and so you put it on the donkey dick so that it doesn't. Oh, it can't. It right. Oh, can't but go then you the all donkey's the not having any fun because that condom is too thick. That's. So, so she's having a good time, and the, the maid is looking it's through the thing, and she says, "Oh, that looks like a lot of fun." And so then she doesn't know about the gourd, and so she later fucks the donkey and gets killed because the donkey eviscerates her, and it goes all the way into her intestines, and she dies. And it's all in the poem. It's this crazy poem. It's also a cannibal corpse song. If, if all poems were more like that, I think poetry would be a little more popular. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really ancient strange poem. But anyway, it was about fucking donkey so i guess that must have happened like he wouldn't have written but it's also a poem about it if it wasn't a fucking thing it's an right analogy or it's an allegory saying this yeah, is you don't i mean mainly you didn't see the bigger picture right if you would have seen that then you would have had the gourd yes the but there's it talks about donkey fucking in the 1400s <laughs> so it's like what anyway so there's a so i can believe that there's a town or whatever where they all fuck donkeys that makes sense donkey fucking was got a lot more progressive <laughs> Is covering it now. Vice. <laughs> yeah, that's where I learned about this on Vice. Mm-hmm. They went there. They not only they filmed it, but they talked to the people. Which one of them fucked a donkey? Are these mm-hmm. fainting? Yeah, oh, I was thinking fainting goats. Do they do they faint when <laughs> they fuck? Those are those are uh, Bill Cosby goats. <laughs> <laughs> there was. Um, do the goats get the vapors? Is that what it is? There's this other podcast. Um, H3 podcast and they talked about this a couple years ago and kind of popularized it but there's a group of people that very casually talk about fucking their tiny horses because (laughs) they are unexpected turn not ponies (laughs) they are um, J.R. N. They're just right, <laughs> no bucket needed. Just right, no bucket. What, what does that mean? Oh, I get it. You don't have to stand on a bucket to be oh. tall enough to fuck the horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. And there's a there's a community online. Wow. What, and you know about this community? Th- through a podcast that I heard a couple years ago. This I'm gonna have to fact check. Uh, I heard it on a podcast as the new, uh, <laughs> you know, for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Kind of. Okay. I'm what about too the group, high for this what conversation about the group right of now. Tall people that don't. Anybody want to talk about regular jerking off to human porno? <laughs> I mean, for gross. Sake. Ew. So mainstream. Whoa. What if they have like <laughs> NBA-sized players that I mean just don't need a bucket? They have yeah. their own group. They're like, dude, I fuck horses all the time. Yeah. Huh? Yo, you cowards that won't fuck a horse. Well, yeah. you. I, I guess there could be stilts that one could fashion. You must so have such big balls to fuck a horse because those those bitches kick. They'll mm-hmm. kick you right in the That's balls. That's why they do the tiny horse. You would want small balls for that. You would Don't want kick yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Obviously, you're not taking, you know, the, the alpha female. You're doing one of the lesser horses, one or of the more man. docile horses. Yeah. A little man horses. horses. Horse mm-hmm. pussies are probably really wide. <laughs> probably better off going for the snake hole. I'd imagine they're I mean, tight. That's no, because uh, a whole horse comes out of there. Like with legs and everything, and then it stands up and walks around, which I think is no, but small horses, horses are basically time. muscular as hell, and there's no like soft, loose, open spots on them. I imagine that they are pretty tight because they're small horses muscular. are just like small people; they're all sluts. <laughs> and their That's pussies true. are wide they're as they're shit. overcompensating. Yes. They're <laughs> obviously. That's a good point. That was a good point. This jerky is. Divine, Sam. By the way, I can't You're wait welcome. to hear about something that's not carnivore, uh, coronavirus, coronavirus related. Oh my God, on my yeah. Facebook oh, we're page. just waiting for the next scandal. That's uh, that's how we separate the times in our lives now between every crucial event that happens in the news. So I, I'm Kobe died. Coronavirus. That's how it's Kobe like. died. Coronavirus. Dude, oh. you're looking. You're looking at a bunch of hunter gatherers who like just learned how to language and plop them into modern civilization. That's what this feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Like the coronavirus. We can only talk about one thing. I've never heard more just of, of just like the same walking down the street. The same people talking about the same thing circling around the corona. Well, we yep. affect so much, and the lack of humans is doing. Um, Incredible things, and and we it's it's novelty, but also like we're learning from it. Like the lack of human, I'm confused. Everyone again. wants to make a joke about it too. Everyone wants to make their own little shitty joke about it. Yeah. Well, we're, but we hang out with comedians. No, not comedians. Dummy. Regular people. <laughs> right. Regular so this people is this make is getting at it. humanity and why humor exists. It's a way to deal with the tragedy, the little yeah. little, little pressure off. Because if you just sit there worrying about the worst possible scenario, you go insane. You got to sort of laugh at it for a minute. Ease off on the, on the stress. Yeah, but it, it's not like it's at our doorstep. Like, I mean, it is in the yeah, sense we're that we're quarantined, and there are cases in Marin and San Francisco. Do you know, I don't know anyone with coronavirus. I don't. Know I know you don't know anyone, but there are people around here that have. Do you know anyone? Like, does any like I, no one I know? No one's told me I, I that get they it. had it yet. I, I heard it just some seems comics like it's a big had fuss, a, a big fuss. I don't know anyone who's a heroin addict, but I know it's a real thing. I mean. I don't know anyone who's been shot by a gun, but I know it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah, is that a point? <laughs> no, there was. There I do com- know heroin addicts. I know, f- I know heroin addicts and people who've been shot by guns. But but <laughs> you get how just like, it's like, well, I've never met the president. I've never met Donald Trump. No. There's two comics that 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 got sick. That doesn't mean that they, they have. I, yeah, what, I what's the word? What are they? They're corona. No, I, I feel they just got sick. But it's enough of a shot across the bow to be like, maybe we should take this seriously. Mm-hmm. I feel that too. It's responsible. And I mean, if it's all a big fuss, 
we'll laugh at it later. And if it's not a big fuss, things will stop. Yeah, and that means I get my house on I'm going to go maybe even tonight but I'll walk th- by it's it. It's exciting. The whole thing is exciting. Everyone gets to work from home. It's like a snow day for adults. And let's look at the bright side from our angle. What's going to crash the system faster than all of us not working for a month? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The economy's uh-huh. fucked. We did it. Dow is you down can't, like kick, point, you can't kick us all out. There's yeah. too few landlords, too many people. Occupy. Yeah. Did, you see, did you see that Russia has had like seven cases of corona? That's their number. That's the number.